0: You're listening to Make Some Noise Podcast, mini number 530. Welcome to Make Some Noise Podcast, your guide for strategies, tools, and insight to empower yourself. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for joining me today in this sh- probably short mini-sode. I always say that, and sometimes they end up being longer, but I have a feeling this one will be short. Before I jump in, I just want to beg, plead, and bargain with you <laughs> and to leave a review on my podcast. It doesn't matter what platform you're on. Truly, truly, it matters so much to me in terms of I wish that it didn't matter, but advertisers care. And in order for me to be able to pay my producer a living wage to bring this show to you, advertising matters and therefore so does – so do reviews. So if you could leave a – five stars would be great – but an honest review of the podcast, I feel like if you join me every week, you probably would give it four or five stars, which I appreciate so much. And just maybe a shoe, a, f- a few a, a shoe short words. you could do that or a few short words about how you feel about the show. I would appreciate it immensely. All right, let's talk about the good stuff. And that is personal development. I was thinking this morning about a topic, and this topic is relevant is relevant to me and what I'm experiencing and have experienced uh, so many times in my personal development journey, as well as it came up with a client this morning. It was a brand new client, actually. And it became one of her assignments right off the bat. And I I finished my session with her and I thought, you know what? This is so common and universal. I think I'm going to talk about it on the show Because as someone who teaches this for a living and writes books and has 530 podcast episodes, the bulk of what I do is give you tools and strategies to implement into your life to, quote unquote, do the work. Capital W, right? to do the work. And it can look like many different things. I have had countless experts on here talking about different modalities in terms of therapy, different rituals that you can do, different prompts for journaling, so many different ways. And my books are full of tools On how to make shifts in your life, whether it's with your mindset or perspective, whether it's with the relationships that you have with others, whether it's the relationship that you have with yourself. And I want to be very candid and also tell you kind of a side note that it doesn't matter how long you've been doing this work. You will find yourself in the same place. (laughs) The scenery might look different. But you will find yourself in the same place probably over and over again, as I am finding myself in a very similar place right now, as I record this in May of 2023. And so when we're talking about doing the work, yes, we're talking about implementing these strategies and things like and things like that. But a lot of it, by it, I mean the work, and I think especially for you in my community, and I am generalizing here, but as I have talked to so many of you, and I've had a lot of you as clients or people in my programs, or just talk to you at speaking events and book events and things like that. We I'm going to use the term we, because me too, we tend to be all up in our heads. And we like to intellectualize our feelings, we like to intellectualize our situations that we're in and kind of Pick them apart and put labels on them, and put them in categories and things like that. And it, I, I don't know. Maybe it makes us feel safe. It helps us to understand it when we can, when we can put a label on something and make it mean something. And what we neglect oftentimes is the feeling part, is the emotional part. And I've written about this. I wrote about it at length in How to Stop Feeling Like Shit. I believe it's chapter three or four, when I talk about numbing out, and I give you those eight tools for feeling your feelings, if you remember. And, you know, that's something I have to come back to a lot. The huge remedy for me and and much of that, I don't want to say solution, but much of that work came when I got sober. And it was sort of like my last <laughs> resort. Uh, drinking was my last symptom of, at that time, of just numbing out my feelings and I used ha- the way I describe it is it was my way to run away from my life that was that was how I did it and when I could no longer do that by drinking you know trying to numb away the feelings I was forced to kind of be with myself and sit in the discomfort and sometimes really difficult and uncomfortable pain of my emotions of my wounds, which we all have. And so I was having this conversation with the client, my client this morning, and she is in a transitional period in her life. And she has has set the intention. She has sort of made this declaration. You know, she's like middle age-ish. She's made this declaration that the next phase is going to be about her. She is going to pick herself and I can, I can definitely relate to that. You know, I'm in one of those places, too, where and, – and this is my experience, not my clients, but I have noticed how often I have self-abandoned, how I have walked away from myself and my values and what I want and need and my desires. I have um, broken my own heart countless times. And I'm at a place now. I just turned 48 at this recording where I'm like, I'm done. Doing that and sometimes it's easy to set the intention and then we kind of notice ourselves making the same mistakes over and over again but part of that work is seeing it you're like, oh I set the intention to not do that and here I am again. So that feels shitty And we kind of you know break our own integrity So we do that work and and work on you know how I always say like you gotta name it to tame it You gotta once you see it you can't unsee it like that's part of the work, too It's like oh there I go again even though I said I wasn't going to do that anymore, and I did. So that's part of the steps, is what I'm trying to say. And this particular client has made that declaration. I need this next phase of my life to be about me. So we spent some time strategizing, and I asked her what would, you know, we talked about her values and what they actually look like in her life, and then we strategized ways for her to honor those values that include picking her that also felt like fun and didn't feel like she was just adding more and more and more to her plate. And we came up with some things for her to do. And she was excited about it. And towards the end of the session, like I couldn't let her go without asking her, you know, how would you feel about as you do these fun, creative things that we have planned, how would you feel about really leaning into the feelings that surround them? And she got really quiet. And I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to tell you what she said and what we planned. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Andrea, that's fifteen percent off at masterclass.com/andrea. Masterclass.com/andrea. So again, I asked her what she would think of leaning into the feelings around not just doing the thing, but like really pausing when she is doing these tasks that that we co-created together that we assigned her pausing during those moments and just reveling in how fun this is and just really leaning into to what it feels like to choose herself, really leaning into, you know, what her inner critic might say is her being selfish instead of selfless, because that's what she was striving to do her entire life is be accommodating and selfless and put everyone before herself. Like so many of us do I asked her like what what do you think what do you think that would bring you? And she got a little emotional and did agree to do it. And I I just want to emphasize that this is really so much of the work. It's not always about just checking off the box because that's what we love to do, right? We love to be productive. We love to hire life coaches and do our best to change our life for the better. And then we have all these assignments and strategies and we're like, check, check, check. Look at how well I do this. And we are bypassing the journey, if you will, for the sake of sounding very cliche, we bypass the journey, which is so much part of the work. And what I would argue is really the bulk of the work is the leaning into the feelings of discomfort. Even when often those feelings are joy. And happiness and fulfillment. So, I invite you to look at your own life where you might be doing things to just check off the boxes. Maybe you have really solidified your morning routine or your physical health, and you are eating nutritious things for your body and moving your body as your body likes to be moved, and you feel really good about it. And I think that's great. What if you pause during those moments to really? Acknowledge yourself and express the gratitude that you've done something amazing, that you have chosen yourself, that you are not walking away from yourself. You are betting on you. And maybe think about the former you who didn't do that, who maybe didn't make decisions that were just for you. The time in your life when it wasn't all about you. It was about everybody else. For me, and this is what I was talking to my client about this morning, is when we are doing things for ourselves and when we are doing the work and when we are doing the emotional work, we are healing the old parts of ourselves that are wounded, that are rooting for us. I believe that. And it can be incredibly healing if you take that pause to really lean into it. It can be incredibly uncomfortable. I know it is for me. Lately, I've been going through this thing, which I will talk to you about in just a few months here. Please stay tuned. And I have a lot of questions that come up. (laughs) I don't know if you remember if you were with me in 2016 when my dad died and it was the biggest sort of monumental grief thing that I had ever gone through. And I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of questions for him. I had a lot of questions about grief, about handling grief. I had a lot of questions about emotions. I had a lot of questions about my recovery and many of them would remain unanswered. And the thing that was the most helpful was writing them all out and journaling. And for me, writing is a form of therapy. And so I would write dark poetry with all of these questions. And it was agonizing. Like, I'll be honest, it was agonizing to write out all these questions for him or for the universe, for God or whatever, for grief, for sorrow, and knowing that they would never be answered, knowing that they would feel like a gaping hole in my heart but it was putting one foot in front of the other and in that case one word in front of the other was pivotal in my healing process otherwise it would just like swim around in my head and drive me mad absolutely mad so i'm i'm kind of looking at this in in a few different angles um, you know, and as I go through this personal existential thing that I'm going through right now, I I still I have a lot of questions as I am transitioning and transforming and healing old parts of myself that have been around for decades. I'm pushing 50. So these beliefs and habits and coping mechanisms have been around for a long time. And as I try to change them and kind of go off in this new sort of like social experiment that I'm doing, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, well, that hurts. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting that to feel a lot more empowering than it does right now. And I'm feeling hurt instead. And we can get stuck in these, just like these mind fucks of overthinking things and like desperately wanting to put it away in a file cabinet and like, let me find the color, the appropriate color file for this to file it away and put a label on it and be like, okay, this is why I'm feeling this way. This is why I'm behaving this way. This is the answer to that. And when you don't have them, at least for me, it can feel like trying to claw your way out of a big hole of sand and somebody's like shoveling sand back in on top of you at the same time, it just feels impossible and frustrating and just like running in circles. I'm mixing metaphors here. My apologies. But a way, what I have found a way to help that is just to be unequivocally honest with myself about the confusion. And also I like to see things in binaries. I think like many of us, (laughs) you know, like, is it this or is it that? Am I headed in this direction, or, you know, which is a positive trajectory, which I wanted it to go? Or if I keep going this way, am I headed for disaster? Or can it be both? Can it be both? You know, in my client's case, can it be both where she wants to quickly check off the boxes of all of these things that she's doing to better her life and also do her best to stay in the moment and lean into the feelings? It can be both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. We don't have to swing so far in one direction where we're only doing it this way. You know, and of course, then we want to put a good or bad label on that. I hope this is making as much sense in my mind (laughs) as it's coming out of my mouth. (laughs) I really hope so. Um, I apologize if it's not and if it's confusing. There will be more on this. And I think the bottom line of it is that what I want to say is when you are going through things, and whether it's you're talking things out with your therapist or your friends, or even if you are just ruminating on your own, take the time to think about how you're feeling about it. And if you're feeling massive discomfort, if you're feeling confused, if you're questioning things, that's an experience that's valid to be had. Lean into that write it down. Please journal. I know we talk about it all the time as a way of personal growth and helping you. You likely will not come to any grand conclusions and solutions in one or even a few journaling sessions. The point is to get creative and put pen to paper to get things out of your body. Because when they live in there and they live inside of our heads – it's typically not helpful. And it typically keeps us stuck and just spinning and spinning and spinning. And I don't want that for you. I've been there a lot. It's not that fun. It is anxiety inducing. And sometimes it gives me diarrhea, uh, which nobody likes that. Zero people. All right, you guys, I love you. And I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for joining me every week, sometimes twice a week. You are just, uh, I love doing the show and you're the reason that I do it. So I appreciate you to the moon and back and please leave a review. All right. And remember it's our life's journey to make ourselves better humans and our life's responsibility to make the world a better place. Bye for now. Hey everyone. Thanks again so much for listening. I am currently filling up my schedule for speaking gigs for fall 2023 and winter. So if you are somebody that works for a company or owns a company where you do events, you do sales kickoffs, things like that, and you need an amazing keynote speaker, I might be your girl. So if you head on over to andreaowen.com slash speaking, you can see more of my topics and my speaking reel. And also there's a contact page there. Even if you think that, oh, I can't afford somebody as amazing and as famous as Andrea Owen fill it out anyway. Let's hop on the phone. We may be able to work something out. If it is a perfect fit, I am more than happy to negotiate something that works for everyone. So andreaowen.com slash speaking.